Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Alero of Theseus. Thank you. You're welcome. And because of our recording schedule, nobody will know what day it actually is. Ooh. It's a mystery. Oh, it's joined us. Hooray! Hooray! Ooh, I don't have anything to take notes. Boo! Just sat down. Like talk. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Huh? Yeah, forever. A uh, couple days. Boom. Well, but I didn't take notes of that one. <laughs> Fair. But okay. yeah. it'd be fine. Hey, title. Should pre-title see if it matches at the end of it. Like a psychic. There's there's literally no way that could ever happen. <laughs> I mean, unless you cheat because you have the ultimate. That's power. true. I could. Right, well, I you, could just. Uh, like, I could title it something and then just work it into ca- conversation casually, and you have no idea. <laughs> like That's Colin true. said, plasma duck like three times. That was weird. Yeah, we it's real weird. That. I don't know what's going on there. I don't understand this weekend and even. Goo. Yeah, it is. It. Uh, there are so I have so many leaves in my yard. It's it's a bit. It's a bit obscene. And I've already right. <clears throat> I've already filled. Here I have nine thirty gallon uh, bags filled with leaves. Um, have been taken away from my house. And I still have probably about another nine to go. Uh, and I mean, what? some say it is fall. It is fall. What is so what is like. fun about that is that the city is done for the year taking away things for free. Um, <laughs> well, not free, but you pay $5 a month and they'll come by your house every other week to pick up yard waste, which is amazing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. That's- now, there are sometimes like during the summer where I don't use it, but I definitely get my money's worth in the fall. Um, I mean, yeah, but, uh, so, uh, huh. they are done for the year. They have done their last cleanup. Uh, they will resume in March. Um, so I still have all these leaves, so I can take them to the, um, they have a composting place that fell down for free, which is fine, which is great. Um, I have nine bags that I'm going to have to take there. Good real night to do that effectively. Um, that's, tr- that's true. I guess it'd be a little lady, difficult to. The lady was like, "Oh, well, why don't you just take them there?" And I was like, "Yeah, I don't have that much time in a day, but I guess still Megan." I was like, "Just like every week, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna have to find like 45 minutes to just take two bags at a time. <laughs> yeah, just take a, a bag here, 
a bag there, right? It's fine. And then It'll be maybe, okay. Maybe by March, they'll all be gone. <laughs> I don't know yet. Yeah, but, yeah. Just do like one a couple a week, however many you can fit in the back of the Jeep. Mm-hmm. Right? Just go for it. It'll yeah. be fine. But I had more um, that I needed to get picked up. And I says to myself, I'm not going to do it today because it's really windy. And I mean, that's true. Literally the worst day. <laughs> Super windy. So I was like, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to wait, wait, wait. Do anything. And Megan said, that's fine. It's not going to rain for like a week. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, sweet. And then I got a notification about rain tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll just be like a wee little bit of rain. Like it'd be fine. I hope it's just a wee bit of rain. Cause there's nothing like right now. It's nice. Cause I can, break a bunch of leaves and they're all crisp and crunchy and so i can fit a lot of leaves into a bag but once they get wet you can't compress them anymore right you can't break them down they're just soggy leaf um now i can basically turn them into powder and dust i grind them up enough with my hand or my foot in the bag or use the uh, uh, rake to press them down once i get wet can't do that so it kind of limits the uh Efficiency of bags. <laughs> you thought about this life. entirely too much. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is ridiculous. You don't put this much thought into the yard waste and, and how you manage it most effectively. I don't. It's weird. Uh, I, don't this. I don't have yard waste. <laughs> so, well, and then. I see all the people, not all the people, but I see people around who have those big, like, they're the zero turn with, like, the leaf capture things on the back. And I'm like, hmm, I don't need one of those. Uh, one of those would mow my yard in 13 seconds. Uh, that is true. Yeah. It would be, I wonder, it would be nice to just have them, like, scoot around a little bit to suck up the leaves. That might be. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you could get like a, <clears throat> like a, you know that, okay, so here we go. New product invention time. Are you ready? So they make those things that you pull behind the tractor <clears throat> that are like just sweep. basically a sweep. Yeah. It looks like the street sweeper and it just wings it into a bag. Dad has you just need like, Remember that? yeah, you just need like a push one of those. Oh, yeah, just a push version of Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Make push? I couldn't tell you, but I mean, logistically, it's sort of difficult to, it would be large, right? Because you have to push it in front of you. It'd have to be pretty wide. Yeah. <sighs> oh. uh, b- boom. Sorry, Brandon. Uh, there you go. It's been. <laughs> I mean, I figured it had been. I just, yeah. Like, I don't know how it would be literally possible for it to not, yeah, do that. This is this this is a lot more expensive than I thought. What? what? I mean, luxury yard items are very expensive. But when it comes, to, no, what's a luxury? <laughs> what luxury yard item are those ridiculous? hand rakes have you seen these 
I mean, I don't. I hate to break it to you, but every rig I've ever used is handheld. No, no. So no. I don't know. No, 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 no. I am. I, you are getting. You. Are, these are. These are hands. Aaron, have you ever used a rake with anything other than your hand? I'm confused here. Help me out. I, I don't uh, understand what Carl's talking about. I've seen those ones that go on like uh, trackers that like you pull behind it, but like that, I have no oh. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Like a hay rake, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, check your yeah, check all the super story. secret text channel. Check, check, I don't. Check. I don't even yeah. want to open this. No. They are. They're like gloves that go over your hands, and they're, <laughs> but they're solid plastic. <laughs> they're leaf scooping. <laughs> You've never seen these. This is without doubt the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But <laughs> look. What on earth? Can you imagine you went outside and you saw your neighbor with this I, on their hand? I, Listeners, it looks like a giant. Imagine you have like amphibian hands, right? You have like become a frog, right? <laughs> I don't. This is the silliest thing. What? First of all, first of all, well, I guess never mind. I was like, these people are out working in their yard in the fall in a short sleeve shirt, but then it was rather warm today. It was but sixty two up here. Uh, I'll also say these product shots—they are having way too much. There's way too much smiling going on. That's true. I've never done yard work and smiled at the same time. These things. There's never a thing that's happened. Or this is. There'll be links to show us this one, obviously. But these are called Guard Ease Relief Leaf Scoops. Ergonomic large handheld rakes for fast leaf and lawn grass removal. Even though one of the product shots does show them scooping up children's toys. <laughs> Look, I mean, when you have hands that, are that big, you just scoop up everything, right? Oh my god! <laughs> just why? I would you'd be finding uses for these. This is point. Like, what a, this, anyway, this 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 right here. This this product. Is just this is the reason why you see all those articles that are like lawns and they're stupid, right? That's basically <laughs> <laughs> right. This is this is what happens. Uh, this is why this is why the lawn is the most watered crop in the United States. Do you know that? Do you know that? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really sad. Because I I think about that, how much like I there's a guy in Springfield that rewilded his front yard. He turned it into a uh, a native prairie. Uh, yes, I want that like, guy's yard. Yeah, which he was like, he was like, which I watched this. He did a presentation about this, but he's like, I didn't tell the city I was going to do this, and I don't recommend you go that route because um, <laughs> they were. It's fine. They, it's they fine. Were, they were okay. less than pleased. Because he was having to do like controlled burns on his yard <laughs> to get the grass to grow. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. And I, I for one, am all for having yard that um, I don't like. Here's the thing: I don't like messy and overgrown yards. If you're going to do that, turn it into a prairie. Turn it into a pollinator garden. Do something else with it. Just letting it go. I'm that bothers me. I'd rather it be useful for something other than just looking like junk. I'd like to see it is flowers. useful, 
bugs live there. Habitat for snakes. Right. <laughs> right. Except it's all still when you, even when it gets overgrown, it's still all monocultured. Well, it's the wrong grass, grasses, right? right? That's exactly. the problem. It's that's the problem. Is you've got to get those native prairie grasses in there, or get get the forbs, get this again, make it useful, not just you know trash. So uh, I've thought about. Yeah, I like that. the ones that are like wildflowery, right? It's just like yeah. a whole bunch of flowers and exactly. like ah, there you yeah. go. And I'm I like our front our front yard. There, there's no grass there. It's basically uh, like weeds with like tons of clover in the summer, which I absolutely love. I love seeing all the bees and all the pollinators out there in the clover. It makes me happy. Um, and it also is like super low maintenance. Cause I don't know if you know this, but clover doesn't ever get like tall. <laughs> well, yeah. It grows to a height. It, goes, it is a done. And it, uh, it's, I really like it now. Like if you look at the one next door, who's all like manicured, like bright green and lush and like carpet, you're like, Oh, that looks different. Um, I, I like our, Anyway, this has been a long talk with um, one person who has a yard <laughs> and two people who don't. So, <laughs> but you're right. You're right. The the sorry. I'll go back into this. <laughs> the uh, European early European style of yard, uh, the manicured yard that was developed around that time. Right. It um for so it, it's annoying how much that has stuck around and how little and how just like unproductive it is and not that everything has to be productive in the sense of making things because i'm all for just like setting land aside and not touching it right and just having it there to exist and be beautiful it is something though to think like you said brandon like it's the most watered crop in the world what happens if they just planted some tomatoes there like like, like why, why is that so bad why can't we have <clears throat> tomatoes planted in your front yard that wouldn't wouldn't that be nice like everyone complains about not having a garden lawn (laughs) yeah but tomatoes don't look nice right tomato plants are hideous yeah i know right they're just like a weird vine you know what i mean like (laughs) so i don't i personally don't understand the yard like fascination it's never i don't know i've never understood that it's confusing me greatly uh i don't know i don't know why it's a thing that people obsess with and like freak out over i don't i don't get it it's one of the many things that people do that i just go what why why are you doing that yeah now i in my defense i will just say the reason i do pick up the leaves and i rake them yeah, I don't. I don't use a leaf blower, and I don't have any m- machines doing it. I'm raking it by hand. But the reason I do it is just be, like genuinely the volume of leaves that falls on my house. Again, I'm talking about. I live on like my yard. I have more square footage in my house than I do yard. Okay, let's just put that into perspective. And I picked up. I'm going to pick up 19 30 gallon bags of of uh, <laughs> of uh, of leaves from that over the course of three three or four weeks it it is it can cover our card if I, if, I, if i don't do something with the so it's like just from like managing it perspective like it's like you do need to care it's true i guess 
<clears throat> you just need see, you gotta plant different trees. That's you have the wrong trees, maybe. I will tell maybe that to the seventy year old sycamore next door. I'll let it know. Yeah. Darn no you, sycamore. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing being so big? With your giant me? leaves of yeah. doom. Right? Get out of here. <laughs> but uh we did plant a uh we plant bur- uh baroque out front. So little tiny twig dick thing. <laughs> right. I, I planted that and I was like, well, someone will have fun with that in a hundred years, but whatever. <laughs> It'll be a tree eventually. It's eventually. Fine. Yeah. Uh that's what we're going for here. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about that with the uh I mean the tree's a long game, right? That's not yeah. it can be I know. I mean yeah. unless you get those crazy people that like transplant like, uh, I'm just going to transplant this 75-foot oak into my yard. Like, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? That'd be too much. Too That's way too much. But I, I think about that with, like, all the beautiful parks around our city, and you know, Springfield, and where you guys are, too, of, like, there are huge trees there. And, like, kind of the burden on the parks department to be like, yeah, the trees are what makes our park beautiful, but knowing like every year, like it's another year that that tree won't be there in the future. <laughs> so like having to constantly just be planting trees, as you know, in a hundred more years, it's going to look completely different with. Well, yeah. So I think about that when I see somebody planting a tree. Oh. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I like it. Uh, but, Aaron, uh how is your uh week off been so far? Um actually really nice. Um been running around a lot as far as getting like you know, I had to get to the car oh, yesterday and had to do some other shopping stuff. Uh, thought I got a, would get a chance to sleep a little bit more, but nah, that didn't happen. So no. it's 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 been nice to actually get time to work on things, relax, clean the house desperately. It needed to good clean, and um, yeah, nothing nothing really too too fancy. Uh, definitely talking with Colin and field work. Um, I've been learning how to do like the baseball field and stuff like that at my school since I'm be coaching that, and so having to do not lawn maintenance, but like, oh, I bet I could mow that, and then like, oh, this is actual like an Oklahoma field that needs all of this different kind of lawn care, and I wonder if the city will let me burn off half this grass. So mm. um, that's kind of what I've been contending with. Uh, other than that, I can't really complain. Nice. Did you get your car picked up? That's good. Yes, thankfully. Nice. Do we know what was wrong with it this time? Yeah. Alternator. Um, oh, no. Uh, so it, it was kind of it was kind of super. I was actually on my way to get the um, oil change anyway, but I had a little, I had miscalculated how much oil I had in it. Um, so that might have been a factor, but the main issue was, was the alternator. Because it completely killed my my battery every year i always, when it gets cold i always have issues with the battery or the alternator i don't know what it is or why it happens but 
Um, it's always one one of those two things that will always happen. But this is the first time I've ever actually had a major issue with it, with it literally shutting my car off while I'm driving. So, huh. well, yeah, yeah, that means it's just gone all the way dead because it's got a, it's just that means it's just draining only battery. So, good thing it's fixed though. That should be good. This is annoying that you've had to fix everything <laughs> like at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much yeah. We're we're we're, we're looking at, at at vehicles um, more hastily this time uh, because yeah, this is the I've pretty much I've, I've almost not me entirely. Uh, rebuild the entire engine but i i've there's been something major done for this vehicle um every you know i've I pretty much built rebuilt this car from the ground up unfortunately so, so, you're, so you're saying it's the alero of theseus yes something like that yeah so you're just following in your dad's footsteps of just completely rebuilding <laughs> building building I mean, at this point, you have a you have a new car, so I don't know why you're trying to replace it. I mean, uh, well, like you know, because Mimi Mimi took such great immaculate care of it, and then I tried to do, try to replicate the same thing, and it's like mm, time to break. So, yeah, but how? I mean, it is getting up there, right? It's it, it's a two thousand. Oh yeah, one four four oh okay. four yeah, yeah. like one hundred seventy nine thousand or something like that on it. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, not bad. Then hopefully can uh, <clears throat> get her out there and make it, make it so you can find something new and exciting. I will continue to send you uh, Land Rovers. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, that's the job that I will provide here, helping you <clears throat> find a reliable. Wait, never mind. Uh, okay, <laughs> I will. And I suppose in continuing with sending Aaron completely useless vehicle information, I'll send him like random Chinese electric vehicles or like uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> mopeds. Uh-huh. Oh, Honda yeah. Super there you go. Honda Super Cub. Yes. <laughs> There's random electric trucks you can buy off Ali- AliExpress for like no dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder if this actually even moves. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I still think I still think you need to get that. Um, oh, that Mitsubishi that I sent over. That was um, that was a while ago. That was a while ago. That thing, I I make we make me so happy. Look at that. Um, <laughs> You're a very strange person. Sometimes I don't really know what to say about this. <laughs> Come on what I said. I just said, look at this, and then I found it again. I said, look at this, and that's the text that I sent along when I sent the photo. So, I mean, obviously, huge impact on my life. Obviously, you just like to look at it. That's what I'm gathering God, here. Just look at it. You <laughs> Snorkel, got orange. <laughs> no. No. Nine Mishibishi. Yes, anyway. yes. Send Aaron to buy an older car than the one that he currently has. What a great idea. <laughs> How helpful. Wow. I think 
What solid consumer advice. Aaron, I know that your old car is struggling. Here is a car that's older than the one that you have. (laughs) And it's an older Mitsubishi. So, spoilers, the transmission is broken. Like, that's what... Hey, it comes pre-broken. That way, it won't break on you when you buy it. You just know. That is... That is not better. That is... (laughs) That is the opposite of better. Uh, fine. So I might call that worse. <laughs> <laughs> let's, see. let's go through. Let's see what that car is. Oh, no. Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm, this is about to be Colin being unhelpful for X number of minutes. <laughs> no, here's. Be like, Aaron, here's the 1978 Dodge van. It's beautiful. It's brown and. Also brown and orange. Here's a here's a 2015 Nissan Leaf for you, and uh, 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 the Volkswagen Passat. What Volvo XC90? What 1998 Lexus LX 470? 1997. Oh, we're going in the wrong. No one wants that. No one wants a Lexus. No, no one wants that car. That car is 19, ugly. 1986 Land Rover Defender. Boom. Hard top sending it to you right now. What? <laughs> this is the kind of consumer advice that you really can't get anywhere else. Yeah. Not that you want this consumer advice. No, that's worst, probably the can. worst consumer advice ever. It's yes. Like, what about gas what prices? About, currently unstable. I know. A 1986 Land Rover. How perfect. About 20, how about a 2016 Fiat? Four miles a gallon. Fiat 500E. It's the all-electric version of the 500. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, no, Aaron. Aaron, seriously. You have to. I don't it. think any of us can fit in a Fiat 500. No, I can't. I'm just. I, can't. I, I just have it saved. Here's an oh, it's sold. I'm sorry, but you need to find this. It's a 1989 Mitsubishi Montero. I, <laughs> That's disgusting. But it's all it, it, adventure bonded out. It's got like a snorkel. <laughs> Who on earth put a snorkel on a Montero? Who did that? Who that? No. That is the most aspirational, ridiculous thing. That person never even drove it through a mud puddle. Right? They're just like, hey, snorkels are cool. Oh, it makes And then they like, where did they, where is that car? Where is it listed? Where do they live? It's in Springfield. <laughs> yeah. To tell you a lot. Um, you know what? You know what you don't need in Springfield, Missouri? A snorkel. Right. But you drive it to places where you do need a snorkel. Oh. Like, I guess. Somewhere close to Springfield in the springtime, I guess we do exactly. <laughs> some serious flooding issues over there. But see, <clears throat> okay, even better. Area. Maybe that's what it is. Their driveway just like floods, and they're like, "I know, I know." Snorkel, snorkel. <laughs> I, I'm not going to include. I mean these these are probably. Oh man, this seriously, man, this keeps getting better. I am so happy we had this conversation, Aaron. I'm, I'm very you. upset that there are now like 75 text messages on my phone of just like the world's ugliest cars. Like, no, I don't 19, No. 1960 Land Rover Series 2. 
with 30,000 original miles on it. $26,000. Boom. Daily driver. Twenty six. Yeah, it's got the. You know, you know, you can buy a brand new Ford Maverick for that money. Yeah, but it's not a, not a nineteen sixty Land. Yeah, but it is a brand new Ford Maverick electric hybridized pickup thing that is actually really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whatever, Uh, and it's like. Aaron, let me know. You can get like the massive option package for like that much money. Well, come anyway, on. Anyway, Aaron, let me know if you would want to see any saved um, Lexus LXs, 470s, 570s, no. or Toyota 4 motors within a 500 mile no. radius. Of, um, well, I was, I was wondering if, if Megan had turned off your, uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, declined your uh, internet privileges for the day. Just <laughs> looking up. I think she might have. <laughs> right. Oh no, I can't uh, save any more cars. <laughs> what do I spend my time doing? Here's going to cut them out of magazines. Kid. Old school. Yeah. I know. I it, no, I, I'm sure Facebook is like desperately trying to pick up an algorithm to send me cars to look at. And it's just like so confused because it's like, oh, here's also a 2015 Tesla model P85D. And, <laughs> and uh, right next to the... Uh, 1960 Land Rover um, Series 2. So, I think this is good. T- this is this is choice. If you need if you need help, uh, no, I'm <laughs> no. What is happening? <laughs> this is the silliest thing ever. What is going on? I can't. Colin, please stop. Colin, please stop. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I will actually send you the legitimate car that you need. And you need this. Uh, you need a uh, just buy a Honda Accord. Uh, that's basically what I've learned. There you go. In all of my searching, it was like, oh, I really need something that's like four doors with a lot of room that uh, is super like mega reliable and uh, is kind of fun to drive. Like, uh, why aren't you buying a Honda Accord already? Well, that's <laughs> this one's in red, so it's kind of sporty. Oh. Uh, now in red. No, no. There in you red. go. <laughs> oh my gosh! Weird thing. Uh, most uh, there's so many uh, used car markets are awful and terrible these days. Also weird. Uh, man, we moved from yard talk to car talk. Uh, oh no. Um, I uh, the number of cars for sale in town, like immediately in my search radius, that have a salvage title. Is immense. It's huge, and and I don't know if that that that's weird. Why yeah. did they do? That? No, like the number of cars where I'm like, oh wow, like that's a that's nice. Like I, I would buy a 2016 Honda Accord or whatever for that price, and then, and then it's like salvage title, salvage title, salvage title, salvage title. And I know salvage title means everything from like like uh, total crumpling and dem- demolition of the car. And going from that there to like you can quote unquote total a car by damaging your fender, um, and then having that replaced. So like the scale is weird, but it it turns me off because like I don't you don't know the history like you don't know how it was repaired. But like it's a lot of cars here in town, and I kind of think that's done because a those cars are always cheaper, and uh, they true know, they know the market here is very um it price. Uh, to to think, and so they're always looking for 
cheap object. And that's a cheap object. But it it, it it's shocking. And I've I've been looking at cars here for a very long time, uh, <laughs> and um, they just they're ev- everywhere in the market. It's insane. They, that is very strange. I don't. I can't really think of a reason why that would be. Right, like <clears throat> that. That seems like a a weird thing to just have a whole lot of, right? Like, I don't fully understand the goings on here. I don't think. Now, <laughs> right? now what, that, like, what that could mean is that the demand for cars is so massive. But again, it was even like this like a, a year ago. But like the m- demand for cars is just so big that it's worth their time to fix those damages. Now that's what I was thinking. Like, or there are people that are because the market is so like, there is such a demand that, that maybe there are people who are like buying cars that are quote salvage titles and just like repairing them and selling them. Right. That could be the thing too. Like it's worth, it's worth it to do that right now because there is a demand for them. Whereas other times it maybe wouldn't do that because it wouldn't be able to get enough money out of it to justify all that work. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just Um, weird. And it's always something to keep in mind. Um, Aaron, I don't know if you need a, oh, do you need a 2021 Massey Ferguson 5711 Global Mid-Range Tractor? I, I don't. I think you're just making up words right now. Well, I, <laughs> I, 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 I think, think so, too. Some of, these, some of these don't even exist. I'm just making up names. Um, <laughs> just putting words together. No, no, it's a thing. I promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Always check the title. Make sure it's clean. If you look at the car and you're like, wow, that price looks really good for those mileage. Probably because very, uh, very damaged at one point. Fair enough. All right, excuse me. Uh, so, done anything else this week exciting Colin other than um, apparently just scour Facebook marketplace for everything with wheels uh, attached in some way shape or form <laughs> it's a very tasteful collection I will have you know uh, yes it's a collection I don't it know is, that, I guess. <laughs> um, now I uh, really have uh, the kids had each had a um, Thanksgiving feast uh, at their schools, so we attended those, which was fun. Um, <laughs> they usually like by themselves in the house. Like them. one of them ate over there, and the other one ate in another room. It was great. It was, just, it was fine. It was great. Yeah, we all enjoyed the quiet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, um, of course, whenever I say, and we had to go to a feast. I'm reminded of the uh, sentence from uh, The Grinch Stole Christmas, was feast on who pudding and rare who roast feast, something the Grinch couldn't stand in the least. Um, 
beast, 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 beast. So I had to say that a lot of time uh, between Monday and now because uh, we went to two feasts. Uh, the kids were got kind of tired of that by the end, of the day, uh, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can, my job. I can imagine uh, that they would do that. <laughs> but um, no, that's pretty much been it. Is uh, the kids have been out of school? Uh, I mean, Noah's went school Monday and Tuesday, and then is out of school Wednesday, Thursday, of the week. Uh, Lillian. Um, just goes three days a week, so she was out of school. Uh, so she had a half day on Wednesday uh, today, and no school for the rest of the week. So we get to spend a lot more time. Been oh the uh, so fun the park uh, Christmas lights. They turned on those drive through Christmas lights. There's nothing like what you guys have by you, Brandon. Um, but they are trying. <laughs> um, it's true. Ours should be on. Yeah, ours should be on soon too. Then so officially, that. they don't turn on until. Black Friday, but they yeah. have to be testing them and running them each night and looking for things. And it's literally 13 seconds from our house on a car, so we pretty much go every night. Uh, <laughs> just, just, just scope it out, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, um, but so that's always that's fun. I, I enjoy it, and I uh, cannot rave enough about the parks department here in town and the amount of work that they have done just in the last three years has just been, it's been immense. It's been a lot. They've really poured a lot into all the parks, a lot of renovations, improvements. Um, and it definitely also shows in the Christmas lights. And I, I, that to me is a very good sign for the health of a city. When something like the parks department is able to do the amount of work that they're able to do. To do anything, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, any, to, to buy anything, to grow their uh, their workforce, to um, do new events, to um, yeah, you know, like that. That's really good because that's kind of one of those like, why do we need X Y Z right for the parks department? Like they're true, pretty underfunded chronically a lot of times. And I'm sure you know. Obviously, they would say, "Well, we could use more money." Every department would want more money. Um, but whatever they're doing with the money that they have has been really good. And, and I really, really appreciate that. Because again, that sh- sh- tells you like overall budgets are healthy uh, because they're able to spend money on new Christmas lights and uh, invest yeah. in new um, seating areas and platforms, and things like that. So that's been, it's, it's a reminder every year this time of year. I'm like, oh, yay, more things. <laughs> They did a thing. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How the real question though is how many wise men do they have at their major teens? That's the important question. Interestingly, <laughs> none. There are no oh. Yeah. Yeah. No no nativity. The wrong answer. <laughs> no. Um they spent their money to buy a massive, uh, oh my gosh, it's like a reindeer. No, it's a, I mean, they've got several new ones this year. I have a brand new Christmas tree, uh, and one of them is like an elf with a list that flashes between naughty or nice. And then, but nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I think one of the churches here in town does come up and in December set up a nativity thing. 
and I don't. I'll have to count the bison because you, okay. you, guys, you guys famously, um, yes, have four a different is the correct answer. Four. Which <laughs> it makes me so happy. I love it so much. <laughs> it's my favorite thing about I the bison. An, an alternate ending for sure. Um, <laughs> it's the best. It's the only appropriate answer for how many. <laughs> so very soon I'll be going to see the famous four wise men display. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm always wondering like, is this, did they get the four horsemen confused with the wise men and somebody <laughs> just like ordered an extra one or I don't really know. Well, because one of them is a duplicate, right? I think, they were just like, I think people were donating money to the display and they just like bought another thing. And then they were like, Oh, Oh no. <laughs> Sometimes they try to like hide it, but they like still put it out, which is hilarious. Like they've been, they just, they still put it out there. That's Boom. what makes me really happy. But they like move it to the other side or like put it like behind the shepherd. Right. Like, Yeah. That tells me that the first year it was a total accident because they probably have a backup one or two uh, in case something happens. Uh, so the first year that they put it out didn't mean to, but it created so much buzz and it kind of became endeared. I hope, you know, this is my hope. This is my backstory that I have for this, and that the people in the parks department just continue to set it out because it's funny and kind of an inside joke with everybody in town. How are, have you had to do any concession stands yet? Um, let's see here. So we had we had the junior high tournament about a week or two ago, and I guess still three weeks. Ago, I don't know. Um, and to raise money for for sixth grade stuff, so that wasn't too bad. Um, I had one too many or six too many sixth graders. In there, so it was a little chaotic, um, but we at least know for next, know for next time at least. Um, but yeah, it it wasn't too bad. Um, we I think we only have one other tournament we're doing, um, but the other games that we will be doing are um, boys and girls, just high school games. So there's only two games uh, instead of like the twelve or whatever that we had that lasted all day. Hmm. So. The the other games should be a lot quicker. I mean, I'll still they they don't start until like five. However, so some of those days I'll have to just hang out in town, um, stay in classroom because there's no point in me uh, driving all the way up here and driving back mm-hmm. um, to get stuff done. So um, here next month we have two, and then January we have one. Then basketball season will sort of be over. Um, and the baseball season will start in February and March. So, yeah, quite a lot coming up. Yeah, right now it's just kind of nice to once school gets out, and I don't have to wait around for anything. I just come straight home and be home at a decent time. So that'll be nice. But in about two months, just get reacclimated and then. It'll be, it'll be in the heart of it uh, once um, 
February rolls around, unfortunately. Sure. Now, I am, I am, I am curious to know because didn't get to talk about mm. it. What, what kind of house are you looking for, and what kind oh. of house is Shelby looking for? Well, it, it one that's <laughs> you know distance wise is is the main thing for me, anyways. And then, um, whatever one, one that doesn't have like a whole heap of a lot of maintenance that we have to do. Um, I am not very handy at all. Um, I don't know if it's just me being, you know, spoiled by being in apartments for a long chunk of my adult life of not having to worry about like, oh, this is broken. I, I can call people. Um, to the enact of like, oh, I have to fix this now. So I, I'm okay with, with a little bit newer houses, but I know those will probably be a little bit more expensive, but older houses do look really nice. But for, for me, the, the main factor is distance and is it in a ghetto or not? Because <laughs> un, unfor- unfortunately, there there's a lot of parts that we looked at in Tulsa that are Oh, here's a really nice house for a really good price, and oh, look at everything around it. And so that's well, that's kind of the what, what what I don't really want to have to deal with. Um, and so that that's kind of the big two factors that I have. But as far and as if like, there's fans everywhere, like fans in every room, so I don't have to install or whatever. So. Do you guys like more open or close floor plans? Um, are you? I, I'm pretty sure you're all about that uh, Greek revival uh, architecture. So, uh, well, uh, for uh, there, there's a few that we we found that are kind of more that um, opening. Not really a lot to it. Kind of was oh, me. but there's. Um, one or two that are that are two story ones that we found that were like, oh, this is this is really nice. Um, another big factor for me and for Shelly um, are um, backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a fence? Do I have to put in the fence? And then parking. Um, one of the houses that we found uh, like looked really nice, but like it was like here. Oh, here's a concrete slab for parking. Oh, it's behind. It's in the back. Good luck. It's like, oh man. So, um, if if there's adequate enough to house two vehicles and have a backyard where we don't have to worry about it, um, like as far as like backyard maintenance, like um, as of like you know having to put a fence, having to you know go through and weed eat everything or or whatever. Those those are some <laughs> kind of big factors for me right now. Right now, yeah. Um, but other than that, like there, there's, you know, the, the houses that we found, you know, price wise are are the, are the ones that are kind of the kicker. It's like, oh man, this would look really good, but oh, it's over two hundred thousand dollars. So, um, <laughs> we can't afford that. So, um, so those are those are kind of the there's there's always one or two that we find. And then it's like, oh man, oh man, it's like really expensive. So we don't, we we're like we're still looking, 
Um, we're still, yeah, it's, it, the progress has slowed a little bit. We, we are going to wait till the housing market gets a little bit um, settled at the end of the, the new year. Um, sure. Or at least that's what father keeps saying. Um, like, oh yeah, just, just wait until, uh, you know, after, after the year when every, everything gets settled. And so that way there'll pro- hopefully be just a lot of new houses that appear on the market. Um, but we're, we got to get an agent. We got to keep, keep, you know, whatever options we have, but you know, at, at the same time, I, I don't know how long, um, I'll be at my, my job. So we can't, we can't move too super crazy, but there's, there's a lot of neat little towns in a near or around Tulsa. So we, we have options. It's just finding the right one. Sure. If you, yeah, if you haven't already, um, just a pro tip here is uh, get with an agent and have them put you on a mailing list, an email mailing list that sends yeah. alerts uh, multiple times a day. Don't, um, don't rely on Zillow um, because yeah. out Zillow, it is never up to date. Um, uh, and especially if you're trying to buy a house fast, there's always a delay in those listings. Uh, so they may, oh, yeah. and then Zillow might not pick it up until a, 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 sometimes a day or more later. Um, ah. so, yeah. So getting with an agent and uh, getting on their mailing list will help you because they will just set it up and it's automatic and it will send it to you. Um, you, you tell them like, I want this number of beds, this number of baths, this number of square footage, this price range and anything that hits the market with an X radius that you're willing to go to, uh, they'll send it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's our, that was our, our, our next big step was to find a, um, a realtor huh. and be like, Hey, please help us. Because every, everyone that we talked to was like, get a realtor, make them work for their money. They will uh-huh. help you out tremendously, and we're like, "Oh, okay, yeah." And then we just <laughs> never do. So, but again, that's kind of you know waiting around for the the market to shift and uh, hopefully see what else, what other new things pop up. So, and also pro tip: no matter how good the realtor, you will tell them your your budget, and they will raise it by about fifteen to twenty percent for the house search, which is dangerous because. Then you're always looking at houses that are more expensive because this happened to us. We were said, "Oh, you know, we want this to be in our, our price range," and she literally, basically, just in my, like added twenty five percent on uh, above to capture some of those just in case, right? And it was like, "No, if you send me anything above this price range, I'm not even going to look at because don't because you just find yourself kind of like stair stepping your way up to like, oh well, that one was really nice." And then you just find yourself looking at. Fourteen million dollar mansions. You're like, well, this has gone awry. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's what happens when you get paid uh, a per, based on the a percentage of the value of the house. Exactly. Right? So you watch out for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Once you set that budget, even though you're pre-approved for a certain amount, never buy a house for that pre-approval rate because that is way too much. You want to back that off by about twenty five or more percent. And that's your actual budget and figure out what that price is for your mortgage. Um, and then any, it, just say no to anything immediately that's over that because you'll just end up getting getting great. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of the big thing that we're looking at is, is, is prices definitely in between like 
No, uh, 170 maybe at best. You know, any or anything things like way under. But like we, we find a house and it's like, oh, it doesn't have the prices listing, and then we find it it's like, oh, it's only three hundred thousand. Oh, cool, yeah. sweet. So yeah, we're we're we're, we're slowly. It, it's a bit of a learning curve, but we're we're slowly getting there. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, Megan and I were pre-approved for like two hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and the house we bought was a hundred and thirty-three. So <laughs> it's it's it was like no, not even getting anywhere close to that. <laughs> Oh, so uh, sorry, Brian. You came back in the middle of um, we we moved from uh, yard talk to car talk to house talk, um, and we kind of missed out on the uh, uh, Wiseman talk. And uh, uh, no worries, it's all, all right. good. My internet just decided to turn off. Right, like it's clouds. It does that. It does that randomly. So far, it has avoided doing it on recording day, which is good. But so it just <laughs> caught me today. It's like and out. Licks bloop bloop. Um, but I don't want to do that. I want to. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, no worries. Okay. Uh, I just am perfectly happy to still live in an apartment. Like, I yeah. don't really <laughs> want a house. I don't know. <laughs> There's part of me that's just like, mm, nah, yeah. I like it here. I don't have to do with anything. Well, especially since you guys um, partly like manage and oversee some of the stuff too. Like that's true that, too, but that also helped a lot. But yeah, I just don't really yeah. have a desire. I don't know. That's another one of those things that doesn't that other people really like and like want to do. That I'm just like, mm. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm I good. I don't. Well, for me, I know one of the things when we bought this, people were like, "Now you can do whatever you want because it's yours." To which I responded, "That is one of the most terrifying statements anyone could ever make." <laughs> because... well, again, that just seems like a weird thing. Like, <laughs> why would that? I don't understand why that would be the driving force behind. Like, I understand there's other reasons why people want houses. And I, I completely like, it makes sense to me, right? I know why people like that. And everybody needs their own thing. And everybody's situation is different and they want different things and, and blah, blah. So that like, I understand that that is a thing that people like, but if the only driving force of buying a house is now I can do whatever I want to the house, that's weird. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. What did you want to do that was so outlandish that you had to buy a house to do? Like, what are you talking about? Well, it's things like, I don't know, like, you want to change the wall color. You know, a lot of apartments won't let you paint. Um, or, like, I don't know. It was like, sometimes I do kind of get the itch to turn my office into a uh, walk-in master bath from the from the uh, the bedroom uh, just because it's like that'd be kind of fun uh, but then it's like also um, this is mine and I'm paying money on it uh, I don't want to ruin it or uh, yeah. break something so <laughs> so wonderfully that it can't be undone and actually it begin to devalue the house right so it's this like, <laughs> it's like I'm so oh, that's true I'm just I'm I genuinely 
and truthfully, utterly terrified to touch or modify anything in the house in any major way other than like replacing appliances and redoing the floor. It's like, I don't even, I'm, like, I'm terrified to paint because I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just, <laughs> just like, don't watch. Ugh. Plus the number. Uh, yeah. Five. I, I feel like perhaps part of my trepidation comes from the fact that I have exactly zero of the skills necessary to do things like that. Oh yeah. So like if I wanted to change a room into a bathroom, let's just pretend that's something I wanted. I, I am going to have to pay somebody else to do that because I can do none of the things associated with that task. Uh-huh. I, I could do zero of them. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I could paint the room when it's done. Boom. Look at that. But that's it. That's all I can do. And so I don't have the desire to do that. Right? Like, constructing things <laughs> is not... Uh, a particular part of my personality that just like needs to happen. Like I like yeah. tinkering with things, right? Like small scale, you know what I mean? But like the thought of like renovating room is like, no, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound appealing. It's like, it's so far out of my depth. <laughs> yeah. Same. And that's what keeps me back from a lot of those big things of like, yeah, if I wanted to do that, like, sure, that would quote, that would theoretically increase the value of the house because it's an extra bathroom. People love more bathrooms and houses. Um, I always get, I always laugh whenever I see a, a listing for a house that's like, this is a three bed, five bath. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? Why? Um, but it's like, in order for me to it's do that, a lot of baths. I would have to spend like $15,000. I'm just throwing that out there to do the total reno. And I'm like, I, why? I, I don't want to do that. Uh, that's, that's not, not worth it to me uh, to have that. So I'll just keep on living the way this is. And it's fine. Yeah. Um, I think also a part of me hears amounts of money like that and goes, no, like, I don't, <laughs> oh, no. I don't want anything to do with anything that costs that much money. No, <laughs> thank you. Just, like, just obscene. The amount of things that are like, Oh, this broke. Uh, well, how many zeros should I add to this? Or like, we were in a weird phase where it's like everything cost a thousand dollars to fix, and now it's like, oh, you want to look at painting something? Uh, we'll just start adding with it. That's two thousand, uh, and it's like, no, wait, no, stop. No, anyway, back. <laughs> so, yeah, that doesn't sound very exciting at all. So there are <laughs> no th- things like that come up, but like, yeah, I, I do enjoy it. My big so so two things that I would do if if like money were no object. I think I would genuinely, I would, I would um, take, cause our the office shares a wall with our bedroom and I would blow out that wall and I would turn the office into the master ensuite. Then I would go downstairs into the basement, into the coal chute. I would remove the coal and I would, <laughs> um, in the coal bin and I would take that coal bin cause the coal bin is almost the same size. It's actually larger than my office. Um, now I would renovate the, the coal bin to make that my office in the base. Um, and that, that sounds like something that is more feasible to be able to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you can shovel coal. That's fine. You got it. You I can, can wash. It. Right. And I'm not looking to insulate anything. Um, the big, the one tricky part is that it would require it's a chilly amount. office, but it'd but. be a little cold, <laughs> but I like that. But secondly, it would require quite a bit of um, electrical work. 
because there are no outlets in the basement. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, so it would be figuring out how to do that. Um, yep. I'm out. Can't do that. Nope. Exactly. No, no, exactly. So at that point, it's like, uh, never mind. Uh, add an outlet. No, thank you. Coal powered generator. <laughs> there you go. No. Shovel the coal in there. And get... I've got at least a day's supply. Um, I don't know. A day's supply of heat and electricity. After yeah. that, does pack it up. Um, I do think that'd be kind of cool because I don't know the bin. Like it's it's just wood slats. Um, and it has a door that you know. It, so I I think it's kind of cool. But Megan, says, it's very hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and if then if then I would actually go up into the attic and create a third story in the attic because I have the space in the attic to create a third story um, and it'll be just like a room up there to have um, <laughs> that's insane I know I know <laughs> you have one place that's way too cold and one room that's way too hot all and the time <laughs> see and I could just I could just I could just uh, you know uh, migrate between the two depending on the season put a uh, pipe between it right you get some convection right where it brings <laughs> actually the the, the 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 base of the actually I could do that because the base of the uh, fireplace sits where it catches all the ash sits in the basement um, and so uh. I could just clean all that out and just literally create a yeah. This, or yeah, I'm going to die of black lung. No. I don't know. Yes, I think it might be it. <laughs> well, he had his office, but um, well, it wasn't quite the same after that. <laughs> he had consumption. Like he, <laughs> he somehow contracted a 1920s disease. It was well, so weird. I don't well, really understand you know, what's going on. Uh, the, a, a disease from when his house was built. It's all fitting, right? <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Come back to get him. Oh, oh man, that's a fun thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah many crickets. Um, but yeah, I don't think anybody's ever called consumption fun. That's not no. what's happened. No. You are you are you done destroying things now? Have you guys officially moved on from that? Uh, that part of your oh yeah, yeah, we got a move on from there we're done with our earthquake thing so that means we have the odd predicament of (laughs) we had to finish up our last little bit of things on monday and tuesday and then i was like all right guys so here's what this means when you come back from this we have to start reviewing for a little quiz over this section right oh oh no (laughs) now it'll be like we'll do the like a study guide and a thing. So it will be like a, a whole actual thing. But like you, you need to realize that you will have a quiz in your future when you come back. So just be ready. <laughs> know that that's happening. Try not to forget literally everything while you're gone. <laughs> yeah. So they'll do that. And then, uh, so yeah, that was, that was a weird, again, having it Monday, I'm so jealous of Aaron right now, it's the bum. We did, oh yeah, I get a whole week off. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to do stuff on like Monday and Tuesday that is like oh, yeah. mildly constructive. It's just, it's just impossible, right? Like, sure. <laughs> yeah. When you're staring down the barrel at a, at a, at a break immediately. You have five days off and then like, you got to come back and like try to do more stuff. It's like, oh yeah, well, um, you know, 
stuff. Ta-da! <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, that'll be in there. I have been uh, practicing my cuneiform writing, because that will be something that we do soon. So I found some clay, some like Pleistocene stuff, Plasticine, whatever. I was going to say, probably That's not That's an epoch of uh, time, right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's a geologic time. Uh, some, yeah, Plasticine stuff. And I made some little, uh, squared off some uh, popsicle sticks, right? <laughs> like you do. So I've got some little sty- styluses. Styly, right? Styly. Uh, sure. Uh, to do that, so I've been practicing my cuneiform lettering. Very exciting. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, do some of that with the kids. It'll be fun times. Whenever I find, whenever I do that, so that'll be one of the things that we do. When we come back. We also have to do uh, laws. Ooh. <laughs> the law like the Hammurabi code stuff they love that that's their favorite because they all end with shall be put to death and like wait what why <laughs> yeah it was intense yeah man not messing around like so <laughs> we're gonna do some of that some Mesopotamia things to finish up and then you know good times everyone loves Mesopotamia things uh, as, as well, know. well documented so, on this podcast. As well documented. So yeah, this is kind of it. Trying to figure out like this week was weird. It's like what can I actually do with these two days? Mm-hmm. Uh, that will not just be a complete waste of time. So <laughs> yeah, Aaron, I have found a uh, car for you. Oh no, car, real quick. Sorry, right. it ah. just popped up. Just popped up. Uh, the I remember the. This car pops up a lot, and I don't know why this is. Uh, but I, there's a G. This, I, <laughs> wow, what there's confidence a distinct, inspiring. There's a there's a distinctive moment in Top Gear where this car is featured, as in James May is uh, in downtown London racing something, trying to to park, and it's the 2008 Mercedes Benz GL 550, and he constantly complains about how big and unruly it. Um, but oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I don't know what he's but racing. It's a perfect fit for Oklahoma, right? It's lots of room there. Space abounds. Um, space abound. Anyway, I just I'm always tempted by those older. <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, seven seater. You got room for like you were compl- <laughs> you Aaron, Aaron wanted room for like football gear, like room for all of it. Seven seater. What? Yeah. Yeah, those those SUVs like the not not to bring it back up again, but like the uh, Lexus uh, LX four seventy or five seventy or even the uh, Land Cruisers are seven seater. So they've got uh, the five normal ones, and then they've got uh, mm-hmm. the um, uh, oh, the removable seats in the back. Ah, gotcha. oh, they're not the one I thought. Okay, so I figured seven because I know some cars have like they have the back bench seat. Yeah. And then, like, the middle row is, like, just Mm-mm. two captain's chairs. And then the front is two captain's chairs again. No. So that's mostly for uh, – you see that a lot. So the uh, um, Volvo XC90 has that and a, a lot of the, um, uh, uh, lar- like, uh, Chevy Suburbans or Tahoes will have that. 
um, or mostly yeah. you see those in like minivans. But um, most of the, a lot of the other uh, like European model SUVs, uh, they have the five in front. So the middle seat's a bench and then the back seats are fold away captain's chairs where they're not connected. Uh. So they'll actually fold, either fold down into the floor or yeah, in the um, 570s the or, or the cruisers. Yeah, they fold up into the wall, which does cut into your cargo space. But in the 2007 model, of the five of the four seventies or the cruisers, you can remove them entirely, giving you a lot of space. But two thousand eight, the newer, and then you have to store them in your garage, giving you less space in there because you have two humongous yeah. car seats. But where also, are you also, have the- you ever lifted a car seat? Yeah. Tell me, yeah. tell me this, yeah. riddle me this. Yeah. When was the last time you picked up a car seat? Yeah, but these are like only an actual seat in a car. Yeah, but, but they're not like the driver's seat where they're like. Fully electronic, like a million pounds. Yeah, right. That's how much a seat in your car weighs. One, one, and it's gone. Million pounds. You want to be lifting those two of those out and then putting them somewhere in your garage where you just have like two random seats outside of your car. Now, here's a problem. Right now, you have two seats in your garage. You have two seats that potentially are going to get eaten by something. Mouse. Your cat lays on them dog chews it up and now you have a seat that is more ruined than the rest of the interior of your car i think actually it'd be I'd probably be more but but then okay so then you leave them in the back and you never use them and so they are these like pristine back seat um and the rest of your seat car crash so it's gonna you happen see, one or the other Aaron, don't buy a car with too many seats that you don't need or they'll it'll just be weird aaron's so, sitting here going my truck please stop talking that's true. We all know that's the answer. So I don't even well, know. There, there's there's a neat little explorer that we looked that we were looking at. Um, decent highway mileage. And not as gigantic as a truck is. You know, a small truck is super expensive. A large truck is even more expensive. It's true. And so, um, I mean, yes, it is a toss between an F one fifty. Yes, yes, but um, there's a little Ford Explorer that. That we saw, and it's like, oh, this is actually not terrible. So, uh. actually, we all know Aaron has been looking at all the new Broncos that came out. We know he's a Bronco enthusiast. Ooh, we know Ford just came are, back out with the Broncos. When, when I look at them, it's like, ah, <laughs> why are you not square? You're not square yeah. enough. When I take the top off, no. Uh, <laughs> get out. <laughs> well, not on the- oh, like, oh, oh, decent gas mileage? Oh, hard pass. <laughs> right. Oh. Right. Like, oh, this is ridiculous. No, thank you. Yeah, so I've, I've <laughs> More than eight in- miles a gallon? Get out of here. Uh, Same. Like, they, they, they look cool, but it's just one of those things that's like, I would never buy for myself. No matter, like, if I had all the money in the world, and, like, I look at it, I'm just like, Eh, not for me. You say that, but in two years when they're cheaper, you're gonna be like, hmm, well, yeah. If, if they ever get below, if they ever get below, you know, twelve thousand, then we'll talk. <laughs> Scoop it up, blam. Yeah. Oh, so man. yeah, which in ten years the value will still be like, oh, it's only twenty five. Like, oh, yeah, that's true. Geez, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so. yeah, and that's. The Bronco is weird because they have the Bronco Sport and then the actual Bronco, the one you want. Uh, and it, I don't know. I just, it's a weird distinction to have because then the actual Bronco, uh, it, it goes 
it goes insanely expensive. It's just for a Bronco. I don't. I don't understand. Like, it's the name. I know. Right? I know. It the is. name Bronco evokes many things in people, and they go, "Oh yes, must have. I must have that." Again, they're all people that are like slightly older than us, right? Uh-huh. That like when the Bronco was like the big thing, they all either had one or their parent had one. And now they're like, Oh my gosh, yes, the Bronco, I must have it. <laughs> and so like, it's just a bunch of like 45 year old dudes driving Broncos. That's what it is. So like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Cause then you got to, oh, yeah, the building. <clears throat> it's the people those. that are too young to buy Corvettes. Right, because we everyone knows that you have to be over sixty to own a Corvette. Right, that's just the wow. law. Uh, and then, like <laughs> all the people younger than that, are right in the right age range to be like, "Yes, a Bronco, perfect, that's exactly what I want." Yeah, <laughs> you got to get four door. Yeah, anyway, I don't don't go in, don't never go and build a price. That that's bad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, I figure to actually make this somewhat holiday themed. Oh, okay. I think the best way to end this episode is uh, based on our experience this weekend. And we all know that our father goes overboard buying pie. Colin and Aaron, we need top five favorite holiday pies. Boom. So we need to end the episode on. Here okay. we go. I like this definitive thing. list. Oh, brother, top five holiday pie edition. What are your favorite pies to celebrate the holiday season? Okay. This is um, intriguing. Uh, Is it, is it, so two different things there. Is it, are they holiday pies or are they pies to celebrate the holiday season? Because that is any, any one, because I feel like any pie can be co-opted to celebrate anything. And I think right. I am not. I am not ranking. I am not limiting my list to specifically like Thanksgiving pies because that's only like three, and I don't really like any of them. So Please. we're going <laughs> to no. Fine. <laughs> I do think we must also state that the reason this is also a big deal is because uh, you are a, a pie aficionado, um, as opposed to something like cake or that that assortment or desserts. That's true. I think my favorite. Yeah, I don't like cake as well. Now, again, if someone says, hey, Brandon, do you want to eat this cake? I'm going to say yes. Obviously, right. that's the right answer. Uh, it, it, there's very few circumstances where I would not do that. But um, I like pie better. Mm. Right? It's my favorite. I like it more. So I want you, I want to hear top five favorite pies. Just okay. in general. Right? Because, again, there's, there's no rules with Thanksgiving. Okay. Right? I am a firm believer... <laughs> I am very anti-traditional Thanksgiving fare. Okay, I don't like turkey. I don't like stuffing. I like green bean casserole. Blah. Right. So I feel that if you are celebrating, you can eat whatever pie you want. You don't have to be told that it has to be a certain type of pie for a certain type of season. Eat whatever pie makes you happy, because the holidays about being happy. And if whatever pie you need to do that eat that pie right? okay okay so write, write your book run for office get off your get off your uh, soapbox you're doing <laughs> i just want pie for everyone right 
<laughs> got to break out of this shell, man. Your pie shell? Pie crust? Mm-hmm. Um. Bum. <laughs> so I'm just okay. trying to be it's my anti-establishment oh. coming out in pie oh, form, man. right? Like, get out of here. Anti-establishment pie. Number one favorite pie. Anti-establishment <laughs> pie. Um, okay. I, I think I've got this. I have. Okay. Uh, I don't know who wants to go first. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I think number five on my list out of like pies that I want. Yeah. Right. I have a very strange affinity for strawberry rhubarb pie. I don't know why. I have no idea where this comes from, but I like it. Okay. And I don't always want that one. Right. Sure. So I feel like that one has to go further down on the list because I like it, but like not always. Gotcha. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go number five, strawberry rhubarb. Okay. Um, I'll go next with my number five. Uh, my number five uh, is a pot pie. Uh, fight me. Unexpected uh, turn of events. <laughs> I I uh enjoy a high quality uh pot pie um at, for meal. Um also uh I think depending on what's in it, you have it cold. I've had cold pot pies before that are uh pretty good. Not like they were served originally served hot, but then you eat them cold. Um Yeah, like leftovers, right? Leftovers, like you do. Leftovers. And uh for celebrating, uh we didn't say we had to celebrate with a dessert, we're celebrating um, with food. So um, I'm going to go with pie. I did say whatever kind of pie you want. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's true. I, uh, I don't have egg pie. pie. Oh. Is that a quiche? Right? Quiche. Would that be quiche? Is egg pie? Oh, it's Boom. <laughs> Sneak oh, peek into Collins number four. <laughs> okay, Aaron, number five. <laughs> All right. So not going to lie not the biggest like pie person there's maybe like two that i could be like oh yeah for sure um but i i, I have to go with like and I, i'm not even like the big fan of this this is just the one that's like oh sweet i can have like a like a slice or two and that'd be like pecan pie <clears throat> i i'm not a pie connoisseur by any means um, pie is usually not, not my go-to unless, which I think we can all share the the top two and top one spot. But pecan pie for me, I mean, it's it's a go-to. It, it I mean, it's just something that you have to have. But like, I I will have a a slice that is the only option. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Uh, I right, said so number four. I think another four. We're gonna go with a slight dark horse pie here. Uh, this is again. This is one that like not always looking for this one, but when you have a good one, it's like just super delicious. And that's gonna go ahead and be a uh, banana cream pie, right? Ooh, like, I really like that one. <clears throat> uh, it's like you don't come across it just super often. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and and sometimes they're not good depending on where you get it. But like, <laughs> you get a good banana cream pie, it's just like really nice and exciting. So, I'm gonna go banana cream pie number two. Okay. Mm-hmm. This. <clears throat> okay. Um. 
I, this is going to be, this is probably more seasonal, uh, but um, one that I will eat if present. Um, but I, I will, I will go ahead. Um, I do enjoy a good uh, pumpkin pie with whipped cream. Uh, uh, okay. I can't eat a lot of it, but it's definitely one of those, like, it's served cold, and I'll have, like, one, maybe two slices, and I'm good for you. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to come up with the number four, but I honestly couldn't think of that many. Um, let's see here. Hold on. Roll, roll. <laughs> Yes, I need help listing pies. I don't know what other options there are. I'd like the okay. three that I like. That's all right. Um, you just got to get one more cranberry pie. One. What? Cran- cranberry. Cranberry wow. pie? Cranberry pie? Yeah. Cranberry or like any berry pie of some sort. Um, so because fruit. like it's dessert. It is it's yeah. sweet. Um, go to seasonal or not your choice. Um, but a berry very good pie. Oh, um, but yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> any, any, any of those kind? Is it because I couldn't think of another one? Possibly, but it's okay. Um, it's one of those ones where, like, if you go somewhere, it's like, oh, you got cranberry pie? Oh, yeah, I can have a slice. Mm. So, you go for it if you can or if you want to, and you can't. You can't really complain unless you accidentally grab Megan uh, the wrong slice of pie. But that's yeah. just <laughs> not here nor there. <laughs> okay. The mixed berry. Okay. <laughs> the meme good. that will not good. die. Oh, <laughs> she, was, she, was, she was so happy about that. You could tell <laughs> on her face. I could tell she was pleased as punch, right? She was so happy. Um, yes. Okay. Gonna, well, okay. We're going to wait and see if Colin puts mixed berry on his list. Uh, we're gonna... <laughs> no, I would, I would be murdered in my sleep. <laughs> Uh, I'm having trouble with my number three here uh, because trying to decide where to put this one. I don't really know. I kind of want to put it here. I'm going to go ahead and put... Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna go here. I'm gonna throw my fruit pie in right here at number three. Uh, just this is just how I'm feeling today, right? List subject to change, obviously. Uh, you know, but I think I'm gonna go ahead and throw in the cherry pie right here. Okay. <clears throat> right, classic fruit. Aaron got me thinking about fruit pie. Right, I'm like, oh yes, mm-hmm. nice fruit pie. I think cherry pie. I really like cherry pie. Uh, Susan does not. I don't really know why, but she's not a big fan. But I like a, I like a nice cherry pie. You know, well, so I think okay. that's a good one. Yeah, to throw in at number three, it's kind of a nice middle of the road pie. Yeah, for the number three on my pie list. It, interesting because I had a very similar tactic, although it's not going with cherry pie, and I'm doing a slight variation here. Uh, not on cherry pie, but on apple pie. Not apple pie, ah. but apple crumble pie. Oh, because uh, I like that twist. Um, I I I think just. Normal apple pie uh, gets a bit gets a bit boring, um, and again, there's a lot of the crust. Because apples aren't as I don't for me they're not as 
exciting as like a cherry or whatever. Uh, but add the crumble on top. As we all know, the streusel is what makes the muffin. So, so that is too, true. So, so too, is so too it makes the pie. <laughs> crumble that makes the pie. Uh, and it's you know, it's I don't you don't see a lot of apple crumble pies. They're mostly just straight up traditional apple pies, which I will still eat. But I will definitely prefer an apple crumble over those. So apple crumble for my yeah. number three. Light man, <clears throat> getting tough. How do you feel? About I don't want to jump the gun here. Oh. Logo holiday. Aaron, go, let's hear Aaron's first, and then I have a question. Well, well I, I was going to go with the, the cherry crumble pie because I'm looking at a picture of it right oh. now. I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> like, I can, I want I can that. do that. Okay. <laughs> or, um, yeah, I mean, like same thing with the berries. Like, just just the mixture of like sweet and like just solid taste, like that. That to me, that's a good. So. Do it. Do it. So you're going with the cherry crumble? Yeah. For me. Okay. Okay. For number three. Or whatever. Or whatever yeah. we're on. I don't know. <laughs> I have okay, follow up question for Colin. Colin, uh-huh. Aaron, you can chime in too. Where do you stand on the phenomenon of putting cheese atop your apple pie? Um I've never tried this. Is it cheddar cheese? I haven't either because it looks so distressing. No. It, <laughs> it it is quite disturbing. And when I say quite, I mean like to the utmost disturbing, um, where I can't, I, I, I don't understand it. It really, really upsets me. And I will, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be able to bring myself to do that. Uh, I don't, I don't understand. It, it's something, it's one of the, <laughs> things that people do that I don't understand or don't get or will never do. Put cheese on my pie. Uh, it's a perfectly good piece of pie. Why would you put cheese on it? I don't, I don't know. Okay. I'm the same know. way. I've never actually tried it because I've seen it and gone like, no. So I just wondered, Aaron, do you have thoughts on this? I, I like. I've seen people do like the. I think it's cream cheese, but I've never seen people like cheese shavings. Or no, I've seen it like straight up like cheese. cheddar cheese and or like craft singles. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, never, never. <laughs> What? Yes, okay. I'm glad we're all on the same page here. Thank you. All right. <laughs> on to number two. Uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and throw down with uh, some lemon meringue pie at oh. number two. Oh, man. Right. I like the citrusy goodness, right? Uh-huh. Plus the meringue. Yo, what's uh-huh. up? Uh, <clears throat> it's really fantastic. Uh, I really like... It's just like a very... I don't know. It's really weird. It's like refreshing almost sometimes like the lemon meringue pie it's like very light very just like mm, so good mm. even though you have to put like twelve thousand pounds of sugar in it to make it like <laughs> meringue and to sort of balance out the lemon so uh-huh. it doesn't like just blow your face off with the <laughs> but oh. i really like lemon meringue pie so oh. that's gonna be my number two for today okay. i think oh. dang we are really synced up here um it's oh. weird how just slightly off we are. Um, I actually don't like lemon meringue, and I think that's just because of that, the amount you t- typically with lemon meringue. The like the lemon part is like three centimeters tall, and then the meringue or meringue it's like a million. Yeah, I like don't like the too much lemon meringue. It's no good. Fourteen feet uh, of yeah. that. So no, uh, because that balance gets so off. I actually, as ev- well as evidenced by this weekend, um, that's true. Really like lime pie. Um, ah yes, e lime pie mm. is one that um, 
you talk about being refreshing. Like that's something you can have literally whenever. Uh, <laughs> I just whenever you want to have key lime pie. Uh, I just and I've got good memories about it, and uh, it's something that I always enjoy. I will. I will. That we're moving away from the like uh, this no, five to one of like eating when it's available versus like actively seeking out. Yeah, like um, I want it, right? Like, I, yeah. I want it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yes okay. that is how my list is progressing as well like okay. uh, i could enjoy this and i like it every once in a while too like i need this pie right now why okay. don't i have it aaron number two so this is, this is kind of going to be interchangeable with, with number one um i'm just trying to think of which of, of how it stands um i i think i'm gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and go with if you ask me this tomorrow, like after Thanksgiving, um, depending on if she if you know how much of it Shelby's family actually have, I might give you a different answer. Um, but I'm I'm going to go with um, with my it, it more of a specialty pie that I I feel like I can ha- either have it like whenever, but also for like holidays, um, and that's French silk pie. Um, I think we all can agree. Um, it, it could be very easily my number one, but number one kind of special um, to me, anyways. So um, I'm just going to go with it, with French pie, just feeling the vibe. You know? okay. Once again, I can go along with that vibe so well that my number one is actually going to be French soap chocolate pie. It's literally my favorite. I like it so much. I don't know why. Uh, I just really enjoy the chocolatey goodness of the French soap pie. Uh yeah, it's my favorite. I love it so much. I had some today, actually. So that's okay. as evidenced by by every single one of Brandon's birthdays uh, for the past. Oh, I don't know. Um, all of the years. <laughs> yeah, I don't like cake. I want pie for no, my birthday, man. That's what I want. I want French chocolate pie for my birthday. That is my favorite. So that is uh yeah, it's definitely my number one on the list. Uh. Oh, definitely. The rest of the list pretty subject to change. That one's pretty solid, uh, concrete. Uh huh. Cement at the top, but the, the, I, I agree with Aaron. Right, the, the rest of the list subject to change as always. Right, but uh, this is my firm number one, <laughs> like of all time. It's my favorite pie. <laughs> so uh, oh, there we go. There's mine. Damn. This this one. Uh, okay, so my number one um, is one that is not very common. And, uh, but every single time that it is available, I will get it. I will absolutely get it. And it merges my love of peanut butter and chocolate. Yes, I am talking about peanut butter pie. Oh, uh, man. That is a <laughs> rare beast. You never, you're it's right. Like, it's like you never find it except for like weird, like church cookouts where like somebody makes one with a jello uh, recipe or something. Like, yeah. It, it's not a like, a high flute pie. It's not one that you get at like most restaurants unless it's like a weird roadside diner. Like, um, like a diner, yeah. It's yeah, a very like diner. It's very pie. dinery food. But my goodness, like I love I love peanut butter so much. And I love chocolate. And so anytime we can put those together in like a pie. And what I'm also realizing is like <laughs> it also has the same consistency as like a French silk pie. So I, yeah. I it, it's kind of all in that same realm too, where it's like a like not 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 a, it's not a moose, but it's like the whip. Anyway, yes, I. It's one of those where it's like if that's 
Yeah, on the I will. Okay. All okay. right. And Aaron. Aaron. Number one. All right. So this one's probably a um, a classic all around. When you when you think of America, you think of this pie. Um, this is also kind of like the pie that, um, like if if you can make it homemade, and if you can do like a little like the zigzaggy like frosting on top, like it automatically is amazing. Um, I'm talking about apple pie. <laughs> um, it, it's also only pie that I can actually eat like with ice cream. I mean, it has to be like hot, like the, the cold and hot mixture. Um, Shelby made some, like homemade, like a month or two ago, and it was so good. Every every event that I that I go to, and if it's like a party, or if like there is some sort of event, and people are like, like, oh yeah, we got desserts. My first question is always going to be, what what kind of pies do you have? And if they yeah. say like, oh we got pumpkin, I'm like that. Nah. Like, oh, we got um, boysenberry. I'm like, ah. I'm like, oh, hey, but we got apples. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. like, that, like, I'm already sold. You don't need to, you know, you sell me anymore. It's it's always, always my go-to. It's also, also, um, my go-to at McDonald's whenever the, the Explorer machine is broken and they have those little, like, so apple pie little slide thingies. Yeah. yeah. So, that that is that is always my go-to because it's just like, man, I, I can eat I can eat it year-round. Um, it's it's one of those pies where like people are like, oh, what are you eating? Like, oh, I'm eating pumpkin. Like, oh, that's gross. I'm like, no matter who you talk to, it's like, oh man, you're, oh, oh, that apple, nice. So <laughs> it's everyone's everyone, you know. It, it, it's there. It's your favorite. It's your number one draft choice. It's apple pie. So, <laughs> so, so lock it up. Done. Okay. <laughs> Nicely well, done. I like it. Okay. Well, these are the uh, canonical only options now um, out there. <laughs> I forward to seeing more of these. More popular. Uh, good. More pies in the world. Always. That, that's not bad. That's true. More pie is good pie. I, okay. would, I would vote for you if you ran on the platform for more pies. All right. I'd get, get behind that. All right. Bring it out. <laughs> Four ticket coming up. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, listeners, let us know your favorite pies. Right? Do you love? Do you love huckleberry pie? Are you a blueberry enthusiast? Right? Or others? Others that may or may not have made this list. Like right? Let us, let us know. Yeah. yeah. There's a contact form. Obrotherpodcast.com. Uh, there's a little over on the That's right side. There's a little contact contact form. Uh, and let us know what your thoughts are there. Throw it on the Instagram. Right. Pie survey. Boom. Okay. Got him. <laughs> do pie survey. Okay. Perfect. Oh. Well. Oh. You guys have a good rest of your night. Uh, you do. Okay. Love Hello. You Love you too. Bye. <laughs>